Adonai, Adonai, we worship you, we worship you, Son of God. You are so good, you are so good, Almighty God. Hallowed be thy name, your dominion. Is forevermore Adonai, Adonai, Adonai. We worship you, we worship you, Lord, Son of God, Son of God. You are so good, you are so good, Almighty God. Our Lord be thy name, your dominion is forevermore. Almighty Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, eternal rock of ages, we want to thank you this morning. Mighty God, we bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord God, for the great privilege to behold yet another beautiful day in the land of the living. It is a day you have made. You say we should rejoice and be glad in it. Father, Lord, we thank you. Mighty God, we bless you. We exalt your holy name. As many as that can hear the sound of my voice, Lord God of heaven, I thank you, Lord, on their behalf of God for this great privilege. Father, Lord, you are the giver of life. We thank you, Lord. We are not taking it for granted, Lord. Father, we thank you. It is by your mercy that we, the sons of Jacob, are not consumed. Mighty God, we bless your holy name. We have come once again, Lord, to share your word, to exhort ourselves, to remind ourselves of your word. I pray, Lord God, that you breathe upon your word in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, breathe upon your word in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your word transform your people. Let it renew the minds of your people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, I welcome you once again to this day. Today, the 14th of uh, September, year 2020. I want to bless God for your life, for everything that God has done in your life, for still keeping you alive. I want to thank God that you are able to hear my voice this morning. Uh, I'm taking you on a, on a short trip uh, of exhortation on what I titled, Living Your Life for God. Living Your Life for God. Our anchor scripture is taken from the book of Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 14. And another scripture we're going to look at is 2 Corinthians 5, 17. So let's start. Hebrews 12, 14. It goes, I'm reading from the King James Version now. It says, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see God. So here I'm talking about living your life for God. And this scripture is telling us about uh, following peace with all men and living a holy life. For us to live our life for God, we must make it a point of determination to live a life of holiness. A life of holiness. The Bible says that if any man be in Christ, that's the second scripture, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That is, your life before you became born again must be different from your life now that you are born again. There must be an encounter. If there is no encounter between you and 
Christ or God, whichever one you want to use, then you are not there yet. There must be a renewal of your mind. Paul said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God. That is verse 1. Verse 2, he said, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you will prove that which is good, uh, perfect will of God, acceptable and perfect will of God. Right. So that means after you are born again, there must be a new person. You must begin to walk in the newness of life in Christ Jesus. You must begin to walk in the reality of redemption. You must become a new person. There must be a new you. There must be a new you. There must be a new you. There must be a transformation. There must be a renewal. Your mind must be renewed by the word of God. We want to look at two examples in the scripture, in the Bible. I took one example from Genesis chapter 39 from verse 7 to 9. It is the story of Joseph in the house of Potiphar. Some of us know the story, how the woman of the house, you know, tried to seduce uh, uh, Joseph to have something with her. And, you know, in this day, uh, some not too strong Christian will fall for that kind of temptation because you can see it as a way to get favor from your boss. Because if you're having something to do with the wife, the wife will always speak good about you to the boss. You know what that means. So some people will see it as a great privilege a great opportunity in their life to be elevated, to be promoted. And is that promotion from God? Is that elevation from God? No. But hear what Joseph said. It's from verse 7 to 9 that Joseph spoke to the woman, right? So, but I just want to pick verse 9. Verse 9, uh, Genesis chapter 39, verse 9. Joseph said to the woman, he said, listen, there is no one greater in this house than I nor has he kept back anything from me but you. That is to say, my boss has not kept anything back from me but you. Because you are his wife. Huh? Then Joseph went ahead and said, How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? You see that now. Joseph said, How then can I do this great wickedness to sleep with my boss's wife and sin against God? Hear something there. Joseph is not talking about sinning against his boss now because he knows that, of course, his boss may not know. And of course, if he sin against his boss, his boss is a human being. There might not be punishment coming from his boss. But Joseph said, how shall I sin against God by doing this great wickedness? The problem is, or the challenge is, some of us don't even think about God when we do certain things. We don't think about God when we misbehave. Bishop Oedipo said, every wrongdoing is a sin. Everything that is not good is wrong. And so if it is wrong, it is a sin. The Bible says that to him that knoweth to do good and does not good do it, to that man it is a sin. So if you know that this is the right thing for you to do and you refuse to do it, the Bible says that it has been recorded unto you as sin. Okay, so that's about Joseph, one example. Let's look at another example. This is very interesting. A couple in the book of Acts of the Apostle chapter 5, they are called Ananias and Sapphira. 
Ananias and Sapphira, as it was the custom of the apostles and the followers then of the of Jesus Christ, that they came together and people would sell what they have. You have chair, you sell it. You have portion of land, you sell it. You have uh, this, you sell it. You have a car. I'm just using that as an example. You sell it and you bring the money to the feet of the apostle for the propagation of the gospel. All right. So nobody forces anybody. You do it at your own will. Okay. So these people, this couple, Ananias and Sapphira, they sold a portion of their land. They sold their land. And then they brought the proceed of the sale to uh, the apostle. And they came to Peter and they said, uh, this is the money, right, for, uh, for the land that we sold. And then Peter asked by the leading of the Holy Spirit, is this all the money that you got from the sale of the land? And the wife, uh, the, uh, the husband, Ananias, answered, oh, that is it. That is all the money. We are asked, that is not all the money. They sold the land for a particular amount. And they took from that money. It is their money, remember. It is their money. So they took from that money and then they gave part of the money to the disciples. No, so all he needed to do was just to tell Peter, no, 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 that's not the whole money, but that we have a need in our household. We have a need. Therefore, let's assume it's 10,000 pounds. Oh, because of the need, I, I took out 2,000 pounds or 3,000 pounds. So this is 7,000 from the proceed. Uh, from the sale of uh, the land. You know, he would have just said that and he would have been free. But he told Peter. And while he was telling Peter, he forgot that God was present. God was present. The Holy Spirit was present. And immediately, Peter asked him and he replied. Peter said, why have you chosen to lie to the Holy Spirit? Immediately, the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit knocked him down and he died. And the soldiers pulled him out and went and buried him. Not long after that, the wife also came in because they have agreed together to lie. I tell people, every little lying here and there will not permit you to enter heaven. God demands holiness. Even though we are human beings, absolute holiness. If you make mistake, yes, the blood of Jesus Christ is there. The grace of God is there. But it will not be a continuous sin. Paul said in the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 1, he said, how then shall we continue in sin? And grace will abound. He said, God forbid. God forbid. You cannot continue in sin and expect to be walking in the grace of God. The grace will expire. Praise the Lord. So Ananias came in and Peter asked, how much... Did you sell the land? Ah, he replied to Peter the same thing that the husband said. And Peter said the same thing to her. Why did you choose to lie to the Holy Spirit? Look at the feet of them that carried your husband's dead body out. They will also carry you out. That was what all that Peter said. And this lady just fell down like that and she died. And fear gripped the whole people. Fear gripped the people. So that taught them there and then that you don't need to lie. And this is what I'm saying here. We need to walk. You see, that's, that's about the most common sin amongst people, especially among Christians. We don't even think. Sometimes we, we do it uh, unknowingly. You know, there are certain things that we don't need to lie about. And we lie. 
And the Bible says that all liars will have their portion in the lake that burn with fire and brimstone. Beloved, my message this morning is follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man can see God. Live your life for God. Live your life for God. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. The church today has become a place where people just live their life nonchalantly. Where people live their life nonchalantly. Sometimes when you hear the kind of words, the kind of statement that come out from the mouth of people that are supposedly Christian or born-again Christian, you, you will marvel. Are we Christians? Sometimes when you hear from the pulpit what some men of God will utter, let me say this. The fact that you see a man called by God and he's preaching does not mean that you should follow his lifestyle as well. Check his lifestyle. Check his lifestyle. Many are called. Many are the called, but few are chosen. I want to rest my case here. This is the way we normally do it. I take about 12, 13, 14, 15 minutes. So please, challenge yourself to live a holy life. Remember, I can go on and on and on. Remember the story of Samson and Delilah. You know, remember the story of Daniel. The Bible says that Daniel proposed in his heart. That is, this holiness we are talking about is a matter of determination. You determine to live your life for God. You determine, you ask God for the grace. You determine to live your life for God. I pray that as you make up your mind today, the Lord will release the grace upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you. Mighty God will bless you. We magnify your name, O Lord. Father, we say, be thou exalted in the name of Jesus Christ. Almighty God, we are asking for the grace to be able to live a holy life so that we will make heaven, so that we will see you. Lord, that grace released upon us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That grace released upon us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As many as can hear the sound of my voice and they hear this message, I pray, Lord, let your gracious hand rest upon them. In the name of Jesus Christ, let your presence abide with them. In the name of Jesus Christ, as your presence abide with them, Lord, let your mercy not depart from their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray and believe that this word will transform people's lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, it will renew their minds, O God. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name forever. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you very much for listening. My name once again is Shola Daniel and the ministry is Liberty Ark Ministry United Kingdom. God bless you.